Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome to the program. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm well. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is our pleasure. Apologize for yesterday. I really, 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 uh, that doesn't happen. So usually right on top of things. But I'm glad that you had a chance to talk to us today because I was excited about this topic. Uh, I've, I've got some diabetics in my, in my family. Uh, they're in the States. And um, so you're, you're focusing on uh, diabetes in, in this COVID-19 time that we're in. And I just want to say your clinical focus is on diabetes, obesity, and general endro- endocrinology. Got to really focus to say that word properly. What does that um, word even mean? Lissady wants to know what in- endocrinology is. Well, that's an easy one. So endocrinology is mm-hmm. the study of hormones and the organs that produce hormones. I oh, see. That's quite easy. So testosterone and estrogen and things like that. Absolutely. So you are an endocrinologist, and uh, that is your that is your your focus in your in your work. And um, I mean, you you you've been doing this a good long time. You've got a long, very long resume. Um, don't need to go through all of it. You're you're very uh, accomplished in your field, and we appreciate you taking the chance to talk to us. What uh, so so you're talking about uh, going back to the topic at hand here, diabetes. Uh, having to do with COVID-19. Uh, first of all, are, are diabetics uh, at a greater risk if they do contract? Because I have an aunt that has diabetes and she's very, she's in Texas. She's terrified of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in terms of risk for diabetes, epidemiological studies are not showing that diabetics are getting more COVID. Okay. So what I mean by that is the Italian studies, the US studies are showing the percentage of patients with diabetes getting coronavirus, which is very similar to the prevalence rates of diabetes. Now, the thing is that epidemiological studies don't ever tell the whole story. All right. And we know pretty much from experience that patients with diabetes, especially when they poorly control diabetics, are quite immunocompromised. And they are, in fact, prone to a large number of infections, Mm -hmm. including bacterial infections and fungal infections, as well as viral infections. So there is data to suggest that physiologically, they are more prone to infections. So we don't have proof, but we do suspect that they are more likely to contract coronavirus if they put in a situation as other people that are prone or exposed to the virus. In terms of obesity, and this is something you focus on, how how important is it, especially if you are perhaps a borderline diabetic, and what I mean by that is someone who, obviously, it, it it's in it's hereditary in your family, right? Uh, mm-hmm. How how important is it to control your weight and not allow yourself to become obese? Okay, now that's a very, very important association. All the studies have shown us that the rates of type 2 diabetes prevalence are directly associated with obesity rates. 
So the more obese the population is, the more likely they are to develop type 2 diabetes. So in fact, one of the important ways to prevent diabetes or delay diabetes is going to be to lose weight. Now, with type 2 diabetes, as, as well as type 1 to a certain degree, there's two factors that are important. There's the genetic or hereditary component, and then it's the environmental component. So genetics, you pretty much can't change. But if you change how you eat, if you maintain a healthy lifestyle and a healthy weight, yeah. you are going to go a long way to preventing the diabetes. So that that's what you're talking about when you when you say environment that you're, you're speaking about how we Correct. eat, how we exercise. Uh, exercise obviously helps. Yes, I remember when my aunt um, when she first found out that she was because she knew her mother had it. Okay. So then right. she started to have to exercise and check her blood sugar um, content and find that after she would exercise, her blood sugar level would, would, would lower. Um, so exercise is obviously important, right? Absolutely. Now, in terms of diet and exercise, I want to say that 90% is diet. It's all about what you put into the body, Mm. but exercise is important. As you exercise, that makes you a little bit more insulin sensitive. So it is helpful as well. Can you just briefly tell us, uh, and you don't have to take a lot of time on this, but uh, you know, we hear these terms and I'm vaguely familiar with what they are, because as I said, this has run in my family for years. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you say type one versus type two diabetics, and obviously um, there, there is a difference Can you just briefly explain that to us? All right. So they are pretty much completely different diseases. So what is in common with the diabetes is that people have high sugar levels. Now, with type 1 diabetes, it means that they have deficiency of the hormone insulin. They don't have insulin, Mm -hmm. and therefore they develop high sugar levels. With type 2 diabetes they have insulin resistance. So the insulin is present but doesn't work very well, and therefore they develop high sugar levels. So a type 2 diabetic doesn't necessarily take injections, right, versus a type 1. What do you, how do you treat that, or, is it, or am I wrong? You're absolutely right. So type 1 diabetics, because they're insulin deficient, will require insulin the moment the diagnosis is made. Otherwise, they will not survive. Whereas with type 2 diabetes, we often treat them with diet, with lifestyle, with oral medications first. But diabetes is also a very progressive condition. So as months and years go by, there's more damage to the pancreas, and eventually even type 2 diabetics become insulin-requiring. I see. All right. So... Yeah, Are there any quick tips that you might have, doctor, uh, for people that do have diabetes uh, and just dealing with it in, in lockdown, uh, but also people that don't? Like, what are some of the quick things that you think we should be looking out for? All right. So with diabetes, you want to be firstly looking out for high sugar levels. Mm-hmm. So people that have already been diagnosed may or may not be checking their sugar levels at home. Often they do it by finger prick, and those sugar levels should remain between 4 and 8 ideally. Mm. And that tells us that people are well controlled. But if the sugar levels go in excess of 10, that is pretty much an indication that they perhaps need 
more treatment. Mm -hmm. Mm. Other thing that's important for diabetics at home, good nutrition, don't eat too many starches, try and keep your weight as normal as possible. Make sure if you are on medication, stay on your medication. Mm. It's interesting you say that because so many things that we eat, we don't even think about the fact, but Lissadia has even brought this to my attention before, but I've known this for years, and it goes back to my grandmother that had diabetes. She's passed on now, but, I mean, she she controlled it for the most part. Um, the, every food that we put into our body, so many things, even fruits and vegetables, can turn to sugar. We don't realize that. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so many people would think that it's really healthy to have fruit, not realizing that fruit has fructose, yeah. which is basically a different form of glucose. Yes. And that causes, if if it's not used up as energy, as an energy source, mm-hmm. it eventually gets converted to fat and makes you more insulin resistant. Yeah. Mm. I think like a lot of us, we just need to do the research. Um and if it means speaking to a doctor or just finding out, because like Dustin was saying, there's a lot of things that we do that we don't even realize that are wrong. Like, for example, I thought ach, if you're taking honey and you're not taking sugar, you're fine. You're totally fine because honey is natural and whatever. Until I did the research and I found out mm, <laughs> maybe not so much. Uh, so, yeah, I think we, we really need to um, just research and, and be aware of the things that we put in our in our. And our tummies absolutely and and i want to say on that note it's mm. so important when you do the research you realize that many of these diseases of lifestyle can actually be prevented mm. so sometimes even small little dietary changes go such a long way mm. wow now dr uh dr javan what where can people reach you if they have a question or if if they need to shut, schedule an appointment with you perhaps Okay, so I work in a couple of places. Firstly, I work at Charlotte Macheke Johannesburg Hospital, which is a public hospital. Mm -hmm. And then I also work privately at Donald Gordon Medical Center, and they're more than welcome to found the hospital. I have rooms, I have a receptionist there if they want to come in for a consultation. So either either location, either Charlotte McKeke or Donald Either location Gordon. would be perfect. You can speak with Dr. Javan. Dr. J- Dr. Daksha Javan, thank you, ma'am, for taking the time to speak with us and giving us a brief education. I realize you can't tell every every fact and, and bit of information in 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just it's a reason. A yeah. And, mm-hmm. it, and if you're listening right now and you say, gee, I think this applies to me or I'm, you know, I know I'm a diabetic, but I'm failing miserably. Um, don't, don't mess around with it because it can become very deadly very quickly. Speak to, uh, speak to Dr. Javan and you can get in touch with her. We'll put all the details on our socials. Uh, if you missed any part of this, you want to hear it again, or you want to share it with a friend or a relative or someone like that, uh, we'll podcast it later on. And uh, Dr. Javon, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks again for having me and uh, educating everyone out there about diabetes. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you can feel free to join us anytime. If there's anything you ever want to talk about, just uh, you know, get in touch with us and we'll be happy to, to chat with you. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. All right. 28